Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 213 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by Willie Wanted, Dead or Alive Sailor. And I say that because there are not one... But two warrants out for Willie Sailor's arrest. I blame you and Kyle. I do, I do not think this is my fault, but go on. Well, for a while, me, Kyle, and Christian were going to lunch every Friday. And one time they wanted to go somewhere downtown. Uh, famous place, actually. Gus's Fried Chicken, which is all it's cracked up to be. Amazing. It is amazing. Fried chicken is my favorite food. It is amazing. But I, I got... Pulled over by a bike cop. That's the embarrassing part. I don't, I'm not even embarrassed that I got a warrant. I'm not embarrassed that I got pulled over. I'm not embarrassed that I got a fine. I'm embarrassed I got pulled over by a bike cop. We should have argued Mo- entrapment because that's exactly what it was. It was entrapment. It was entrapment. He pulled him over. He's like, yeah, we've just been pulling people over all day. Everyone's making the same mistake. I said, so I got pulled over for going straight in a, lo- in a lane that was marked um, right turn only. Right turn only. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... The lines are goofy, and he's like, yeah, I know we've been having a lot of problems. That's why we're, we're trying to give a lot of tickets so that people complain. <laughs> well, thanks. Right? That's, so, a, that's a unique summary of, of kind of what he was trying to say, if you kind of decoded his, his message. That was a, we- a weird moment, but um, that's not why there's a warrant out there. No, your, there's a warrant because I never paid the fine. You never did anything. You're like, I should just put this in my closet, and then maybe no one will find out, but. Yeah. The way the Oh, and the second one is because works. I didn't have insurance, which is false because I do have insurance. You do have insurance? Geico? Yeah. Is it really? No, Progressive. Oh, you wow. Know, flow. Very prog- Oh. I had to go with Flow. You had to go with Flow. I went with Geico cuz I'm taking care of that though. My legal team is. Really? Uh, do you use We need to do um first of all, we need to get footage of our general counsel guy named Paul. Um, Who? I won't say the nickname <clears throat> that I call him because it's a little, it's not very nice, but it's, I'm kind of proud of it. It's pretty it's, offensive. It's not that offensive. It's not that offensive. He's old and he rides a bike and he come he rides a bike to work every day. <laughs> every and, day. And he, he comes, comes in, in with a, a suit. Like, like a, like, like he a, just finished stage four. Yeah. The Tour, the de Tour de France. So I call him, I call so him he, Gramps Armstrong. Gramps Armstrong. But never to his face because he could sue me. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Yeah. He's not he's a, really, he's actually an awesome dude. He's, uh, yeah, he's awesome. But anyways. He's just a character because he walks around with these Bose wireless headphones all the time on the phone. He'll just be walking around. He'll be ripping out pull-ups like on the phone with someone. Um, 
So yeah, anyway, he's a character, but I'm glad he gave you some sound legal advice. He didn't. You I can... just made a phone call. Oh, laws, offices of Marks and Harrison. <coughs> no, I paid the one fine. The other fine, I, the the other ticket, I said, I'm disputing. Nice, nice. Okay. Well, I'm glad your legal issues are more. Speaking of unpaid fines, topical. I once got a speeding ticket in Fargo, never paid it. Ooh, and that's why you're not going this year, because that's they'll not, they'll seize you at the airport. That, that's not true. Speaking they, of seizing at the airport, <gasps> how, how are we having all these amazing transitions? This is great. This could be a great show. Sion was supposed to go to Tokyo. See, uh, and let me back that up slightly. Sion's life dream is to go to Japan. He wants they, to go to Japan so bad. He's and not not just for like not for like tourist reasons. He wants to like go to the factories and see how amazingly efficient they are. He's like, I always heard about because he worked at Bridgestone for years, and he they always had a plant there. And he always heard about how amazing it was there and how well they worked and this and that. And it's like that's the kind of thing that Sion gets fired up about. Um, so, anyways. There's a reason with flow. I forget what why exactly. Not because there's a jujitsu event and they needed a second um, production guy, and he used to do production, and they were and he was like, oh, I want to go. Can I please go to Japan? And they're like, Sure, sure, you can go. So, so he's going. <laughs> lifelong dream. He's pumped up. He's telling everybody about it for a month, and he, he said he almost. Sion, as you probably know, is not the most emotional guy, and literally said, "I, I was like almost crying." He was so excited. <laughs> so he gets to the airport. He he's goes to the ticket thing. Okay, good. Put your bags on. Good. Getting on the plane. Went goes through goes through security. Good. Gets to the gate. His zone the, is boarding. I'm boarding. Here's my passport. Here's my thing. Uh, excuse me, sir. You need a visa. He's like, I don't need a visa. Nobody told me I need a visa. It says, it says here you need a visa. And I'm like, why? I'm like, Sion, we need a. Americans don't need it. We don't. You don't need a visa to go to Japan. He goes, I'm. I'm a Jamaican citizen. He's not an American citizen. He's here on a green card. He can be a citizen at any time. Yeah, so, so, it's just. Uh, a, it's just like he hasn't gone through the process of becoming he didn't want to he system. wanted to hold on to his jamaican roots it listen no one can take Sion. i don't know if you're listening but no one can take that away from you okay you're, you're still a jamaican dang it so dang it Sion. i was sad so he walks in i'm like oh he's back from Jama japan already and the, then i hear this this tragic story very sad poor Sion. hopefully you can console himself with a couple um slim, slim gems. gems okay <laughs> that's what i said did you see my tweet? A, a, a suitcase full of Slim Jibs and nowhere to go. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see that. I don't follow you. Okay. Just kidding. So new rankings are out. They are. They are. And um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about. I, I was actually surprised at how deep some of the weights were despite um, – and basically how I judge depth – I, I have a very surface level knowledge of high school. I know the big guys for the most part, and I know names. But if I can get to 18 and I know the guy, the, like I'm like, oh, that guy's pretty good. Like Matthew Cardello's ranked 16th. I'm like, well, Travis Ford Melton is 18th at one way. I'm like, wow, these are pretty good weights. You, the, well, the lightweights are, yeah, recognizable, deep, deeply, um, bigly. 
So 106 only lost one senior. 113 only had two seniors gone. And so those guys move up, and they're, they're recognizable names, uh, a lot of them. So, yeah. Um, there was actually – it was weird because 45 and 52 actually retained a lot. Did, they didn't lose a, a lot of uh, seniors. But, um, <clears throat> you know, there, there's a lot – nobody has a clean – Nobody has a clean resume. No. You know, when you go when you go with other than like Gable. Vastly, vastly new, you know, so there's two there's fourteen weights or twenty guys ranked, that's two hundred and eighty kids. And the majority of them have never been ranked before, probably fifty percent of them. <clears throat> um and so you start looking at guys that were juniors and sophomore and freshmen last year, and then you re, you know, then you research what they did at uh, not at the postseason tournaments, not at not at Flow and NHSCAs and stuff like that, because that was incorporated into the last one. Um, but when you look at what they did at Junior Duels and Disney Duels and NHSCA Duels, um, nobody has a clean resume, right? It, it it's, gets really really clunky where this guy this guy is has a bunch of good wins and then just a loss that's like bizarre mm-hmm. you know and so um and then there's other kids that oh he had two really good wins and you go back and look at i mean he didn't place at a state tournament right um so for so me tough. one of the biggest changes um or i don't know the biggest things that stuck out was the pound of pound for pound rankings mm-hmm. i thought um <clears throat> you know when you when you go back and you look at the old pound for pound rankings where you had mark hall Spencer Lee, Dayton Fix, Nick Soriano, Weak World, uh, Chad Red, Nick Renan, Alex Marinelli, all those guys in the pound for pound. And then you go number two is Gavin, who's great, but you know, he's he's had losses. Roman Bravo Young haven't Gavin, seen much. No, Gavin has really not had losses. Gavin lost to Decatur. Decatur. And that's it. Okay. Um. So that's why Gavin's number two, and um. Pound for, pound for pound was really tough. Uh, right. You look at this compared to old ones, and, you know, I mean, you you would have, <laughs> you would have, like, these big Dayton fixes, Mark Hall's, Spencer. Um, Spencer Lee's, like, third or something. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. Um, and uh, it's just not that way right now. And with the, the pound <clears throat> for pound thing – this particular pound for pound is difficult in the sense that a lot of the guys did not have great wins, like because that's what you look at, right? You look at you look at elite wins and no losses or forgivable losses or you know understandable losses, and these guys didn't have a whole lot of elite wins, but what they did have was consistency they don't they haven't lost much right and that's why a lot of people are surprised that um david carr is not in the pound for pound i think that's the one that jumped out at everybody how how can david carr not be in and malik heinzelman is well david carr so if if you consider david carr for the pound for pound you also have to consider joe lee right i mean theoretically since he just lost to him right so Joe Lee 
took sixth at Super 32. He lost to Justin Ruffin. Ruffin ready. He lost to Justin Ruffin. You know, he, he lost to Connor Brady. He lost <clears> to <throat> this, right? So, so Joe Lee, I cannot have him. So, who are David Carr's losses apart from uh, Joe Lee? He lost to he lost to Joe Lee. He lost to Jaden Maddox. He lost to Julian Ramirez. None of those guys were ever pound for pound. Did he did he beat Hovis? Or did he lose to him at Iron Man? He lost. So Hovis is another one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And and that's where I think you're doing it right in that pound for pound rankings are process wins and losses and if you want to go higher on David Carr because we watch David Carr and we think and I think he's the man that's where you can have him higher on the big board right on the big board he goes up we all love his talent he competes everywhere um and he, he kid's a winner right but on the pound for pound which has to be process driven right so so Pound for pound is process dri- process driven. It's not an exact science, right? You got to use your judgment a little bit. But uh, big board, big board is for um, evaluation. It's I mean it's a little bit subjective, right? <clears throat> right. Okay. So that one, that was one. David Carr on the pound for pound was a question. Um, I actually the the other big one was Mason Paris and Colton Schultz, and I originally had Colton Schultz at one. But I flopped them um, because this. Colton Schultz, his body of work is bigger. Um, he's done more. He's wrestled more. Um, and so I had him at I had him at one, or I had him at two behind Gable last year. And Mason Paris had beat him, so Mason Paris ended up going from like I don't know tenth to like fifth like uh, that jump you know because he jumped but he didn't jump ahead of Colton Schultz so now this year preseason when I'm doing these are one and two and I'm like you know if they're in that tier if if two guys are in the same tier and one guy has owns the last head-to-head he should be number one right fair um when did he beat Colton Schultz last year NHSCA uh, duels. They actually split. Colton oh, Schultz. I was there. Colton, oh. Schultz, <laughs> Colton Schultz beat him. Um, called that match. Colton Schultz beat him the year before, or no, a couple months before, eight to four, at uh, Scholastic duels, and then. And Where are those guys? Where's Schultz looking for school? Uh, oh, he's just a junior, but. Yeah. Oh, Colton Schultz, the only. Junior, the only underclassman in the pound for pound. All, All the rest? other guys are seniors. Dang. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really oh, crazy. Oh, uh, you know what? The Heinzelman, Malik Heinzelman. Yeah, I he's put a, 14. He's and, not a senior, is he? Yeah. Oh my. And God. people, uh, I, I think, I think, I think that one, that one surprised me. Malik Heinzelman being in the pound for pound. Actually, I was like, looking, trying to decide the last pound for pound guy, and I'm like. Ryan Caroli, um, David Carr, Joe Lee. But Heinzelman, again, he doesn't have the elite wins. He hasn't lost in America in two and a half years. I mean, <laughs> what can you do? Uh, you got to be in, right? 
Yeah. And I mean, two and a half years. It's like, right, he wrestles at the lightest weight, so he doesn't get the best competition. But he enters every tournament. He Every trials, the opens, Fargo, he enters and wins them all. Um, it's fair. It's fair. Rank him. I think he's I think he's deserving. At first it is a little jarring, but when you win that much, what what can you do other than yeah. other than rank? Okay. Probably enough high school rankings talk. Ready to go elsewhere. Any any other or any other areas you want to go? Brock Hardy's sister coming hard at me at on Twitter. I love it though. She knows her stuff. She knows the wins and losses. It's his sister? Brock Hardy's sister, yeah. Okay. She, I mean, it's cool. He actually, Brock Hardy sent me a DM on Facebook and said, I, I, I apologize. She's, you know, she's sticking up for her brother. Uh, all the kids ahead of me are great kids. I mean, you know. If we, he wins we, Fargo, will you rank him number one? Yeah. I'm, you know, I mean, no disrespect. And I didn't get a chance to respond to him. I want to say, your sister's awesome, dude. She's sticking up. She knows wrestling. She knows the results. Um, and... There is sort of, I mean, there is an issue there at 145. Hardy did beat Sasso. Sasso did lose to a guy that's Random. took fourth in his state tournament. Um, but none of those guys really have a clean resume either. Um, you know, Sasso, Sasso was working the kid when he got pinned, right? Um, well, you can't, you can't factor that. Uh... No, you can't fact. I mean, Brock that, Hardy lost to Brock Muller. Yeah, Brock Muller's really and, good. And he defaulted. Well, first of all, we don't count defaults. I thought we talk about yeah, this every right. Year. So you're gonna say you're gonna say you shouldn't count. It was like nine to two when he defaulted. He got taken down five times. Okay. Well, I'd rather lose to Brock Muller than the guy Sasso lost to. Well, Sasso takedown. Take down, no, you, take so down, what, and get now mixed. You're, so now you're going by. Not, no, I'm not saying but that's. You referenced the, it twice. I'm not saying that's the reason. I don't. I think you you have to take the. We talk about this all the time. You have to take the result for the result. I do take the result for the result. So no caveats. Let's say let's say that no Ulysek, Let's say that Ulysek just whooped Sasso, right? Okay. Sasso would still be number one. Okay, so that's why I think you hurt your argument when you bring up how he lost. So don't bring it up. Um, do we, okay. Do we have all of the top six guys? Will Josiah Ryder be at 145 in Fargo? I mean, will it be kind of... That's a thing, dude. I'm talking about this weight. It almost doesn't matter. Because it'll all... Because all these guys are going to Fargo and... Because if, if Ryder goes, that makes the whole top six. Yeah. I don't know if Ryder's going. If, if 145 at Fargo is ridiculous. Silly. Sasso, Brayton Lee, Alex Lloyd, Brock Mahler, Brock Hardy, Anthony Artelona. That's oh, silly. he's going forty-five. Yes. That's so a, that's yeah. gonna so that's, yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. So someone said in G chat yesterday. So I'm just it's on G chat. It's on G chat. So it's he true. told us on the Twitter though. He told us himself on the Twitter. Oh, so that's fair. Artelona, returning Fargo champ, correct? Right. Yeah, that's wonderful. So that's a that's a nasty one. That word. is wonderful. Joe Lee and David Carr both go in one sixty, by the way. Ooh. Who you got? Possibly you. <laughs> no, not me. That's not a good option. Speaking of I got David Carr. Speaking of, there was a lot of I'll tell you what, at the bottom of some weights, I'll be frank, no disrespect to wrestlers around the country, but I'll be 
Some of those weights, I didn't even want to rank 20 because their resumes are just horrible. This happens in college, too. Like, I'm like, who am I going to put at 18th? And then what would happen was I would get 20. I would, I would research for two hours to find that one last guy. And then I would look up a, a result from another guy, and the 45-pounder would actually be wrestling 52 now. And then I had to move him. And then I had to search two more hours to get a guy for 45 again. Willie Probs. Okay. Let's move. Let's go. Any more Fargo? You want to talk whiteboard wars? Let's talk whiteboard wars. Ooh. Our mock whiteboard. First ever in the history of flow. The mock fake. whiteboard wars. <clears throat> and it was history making because it was the first July ever whiteboard war. Um, and it was our first fake whiteboard war ever. We're going to, yeah. And I, I think it was a success. Next time I think we go, Ooh. next time I think we go uh, farther in the realm of fakeness. And we just have a, a Rutgers roster that of guys that they message board said they're getting from Penn State. That would be fair. That was a BWI. Credit yeah. credit BWI. Credit, credit BWI. That, that was, was their idea. idea. That's their the idea. only thing I'm credit you for. You're it's get, you're getting a little loony. Well, BWI. It's going to happen. Um so do you want to talk about the one we did? Let's uh, give them something to talk about. All right, Bonnie. Are you just going to cut a bunch of jokes? Yes. Uh apparent well, the biggest takeaway Let's preface this first, is that apparently it's disrespectful to make picks now. Well, so I... We disrespected 10 athletes. I've slowly reached the conclusion, and here's here's what it is. And, and maybe you should talk about what you're saying first, and then I'll opine about what, what I think it all means. Well, the response to it was people saying not people, that it was respectful, not, disrespectful. Not people... Okay, Mark. Mark Hall said it was disrespectful. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> maybe it was the manner in which I said it. I love Mark Hall. So, but he said it's disrespectful, and um, we're making picks. We're just making picks. Right? Yeah, yeah. To me, it, it's. I've just reached the conclusion now. I don't. Not just now. I've kind of slowly been reach, reaching it that people are just going to be. It's so personal to these guys. They cannot see what we're doing or that this is this is a fake duel between two teams from 13 years ago. It's fake. Possibly the best two ever. Uh, we're trying to do something cool. Possibly the best two teams ever. And and the thing about wrestling matches, someone loses each and every one of them and we're just we're making picks. It's not there's a lot of things going on in the world that are like Serious, yeah. Okay, the the whiteboard war between two teams—that's not the thing I'm gonna get bent out of shape about. If other people are, if it's that personal, I, I get it. Um, to me, we we do these things for sports, and sports are entertainment. That is the entire purpose. The entire purpose of what we're doing at Flow, you know, the sport making it more entertaining, more yeah, topical. I just, I mean, a consistent thing across all sports across. Every media outlet on planet Earth is predictions. Let's make some, you know, predictions and picks. It's not personal. And you can't, and, and the thing is, it, unless it's so black and white, if you don't pick them to win, they they get, and it's not just any one wrestler. A lot of them well, that's get what, upset. Right. They it's just, not just Mark Hall. No, not at you all. Know? Far from it. Far from it. They They do get upset. They do take it personal. 
you can preface it. I mean, I thought we did an, uh, we were trying, we are aware, Willie and I are aware of the sensitivities and are like, yeah. we are not coming at you guys. We're, we said, Willie said, Mark Hall's all world. He's a prodigy. He'll go down as probably having a better career than Chris Pendleton. I said, Mark Hall is many things. He's good at this, this, and this. But I'm taking Chris Pendleton. And even with all of that prefacing, it was still disrespectful. So the point being, we're never going to appease. It's, no, we're, we're going to upset people. We're not trying to. Well, what is it about? Is is it? What is it about wrestling, though? Or what is it about this sport? Is it a... Is it a I think it's um, a sign of a sport in its infancy of being covered. Because in basketball, I don't they think. make picks every day. There's a, there's a Vegas line for every baseball game. There's a Vegas line. I mean, ESPN making predictions. The last 10 minutes of um, ESPN and NFL Network before in every newspaper in America is, are you taking... The Eagles or the Cowboys? Uh, I'm taking I'm taking the Cowboys, right? People make picks, and Tony Romo and Aaron Rodgers don't go. That's disrespectful. No, they they're sensitive too. I mean, Kevin Durant blocked Bill Simmons. Demarcus, these athletes take it. Mar- Michael Jordan is the most petty individual ever. He's the goat. The I th- I think it's uh, elite athletes and. You use the word ego, and it and it's it strikes up bad. It's not a bad thing, but the egos are so big that when you start taking shots at it and just saying they're not this, and it well another thing it garners reactions. Another so thing I think too it, is, I, it does happen in all sports, it, it do, but not to this extent. I mean, every it's everybody more when you make a pick, when you make a pick in wrestling, everybody f- that you don't take feels disrespected. You may, you make a pick. For the NCAA tournament, 32 of the 33 guys feel disrespected. Um, but you know what I think a factor of it is, too, is that it's a, it's almost a good thing for these wrestlers in some way. Is that like They use it for motivation. You doubt me? You doubt me? I'm working harder. I'm going to go win. I'm going to go prove it. So if Remember, after Cody Brewer won his title, <clears throat> he's fired up screaming about his 12 seed. You just won a national title, and the words out of your mouth are about your seed how about that a it, computer generated. How about everybody after they won the open, be like, Ramos, where's Nomad? Jo, not doing interviews, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. My thing is, I want to know why they don't internalize it. Like a lot of wrestlers, like I don't care if you're mad that I picked against you. Like I mean, you, that's right. But these guys don't. Almost no one internalizes it. Like everyone, what do you mean by fully, internalize? Like don't don't everyone say it. expresses their their displeasure. Well, I don't publicly. think that's healthy either. But I, I'm not. I'm, I would rather if you if you feel slighted by a pick, I would rather you tell me. Well, it's than, I, than I think just what Nomad's saying and what I would think is like, yeah, I wouldn't want people to if I'm a if I'm one of the best wrestlers in the country, I don't want people to know that a. Um, Wrestling Nomad's predictions got me upset. Like right. that to me is like a sign of like I'm worried about the wrong things. Yeah. If I'm worried about Wrestling Nomad's predictions or Christian Piles or Willie Sales, if you're worried about that, to me it's like yeah. But think about what you're saying. If 
if you are worried about that, you're saying you're, if you're worried about that, you're worried about the wrong things. But they are. They are. So you might as well say it. Okay, but I, I don't think it's... I don't know. It's not the things... I think some, some wrestlers do not know what's going on at all. Um, but the ones that do, I, you know, I don't understand that, but I've never been... They must use close. it for motivation. Yeah, and if, if that's if that helps you, then that helps you, and that's fine. But you know, how, like, they, I think it's worse in high school. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've been sitting Matt side for the finals, and somebody wins, and then nice pick. What do you think about that, Willie? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I, and, I, and I think I, I think the wrong guy. Wrestling, wrestling's an individual sport. Um, these guys are, you know, they've been the main focus. The, the elite ones have been the main focus for all their coaches. They get all the best partners. They get all the – everything. Their worlds are built around them from coaching what? to partners to how their parents treat them. Sure. And so when you're, when you're compromising that tower that's been built for them and how they view themselves, when that starts happening, it's like this is contrary to what I'm – I'm used to, and yeah. they, they do feel disrespected because their whole world is, you're great, you're the best. Believe in yourself. And, 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 and building that world around you. So I think yeah. well, that's why Well, we're not going to stop making I, picks and predictions. I think not. And oh, here's a funny one. Uh, one time, I, I, like the, I like the your guy. <clears throat> I like the your guy yeah. thing. Like, uh, he um, beat your boy. He beat your boy. People, yeah, right? people said Morgan McIntosh was my boy for like three years. Because the year Taylor Meeks was ranked number one to start the year, I was like, I'm not picking remember, Taylor Meeks. Remember Brent Haynes? Yeah. Brent Brent Haynes coaches uh, Jeremiah Reno. And Reno, I picked Colin Shriver to win Akron or something like that. And Reno beat him. And Haynes tweets me, oh, he beat your golden boy. I, I, I never met Colin Shriver <laughs> in my life. Right? I remember one year at Super 32... Um, Eric Hong's dad Eric Eric Hong ended up taking like fifth or no third but in the 3-4 match he beat the guy that I picked to win it I think or yeah and Eric Hong's dad's like like as right as the match is over looks at me he's like Psh, beat your boy not my boy I don't even know this guy <laughs> not, my, not my boy <laughs> never I met just, the man I just mid pick yeah. I think Bracky has like a great mindset on that, that he uses all the time, like you mean say, but where he's like, it's not about what you do all the time. It's not all about you. It's about what a hundred other kids are doing. Like you can be great, and someone else can simultaneously be great. Yeah, that's that, and that's the that speaks to that individual concept yeah. too. Like it's not all about you, and not and the ego that is required to think that people are conspiring against you is a real thing too. Mm-hmm. It's like. No one's against you guys. There's no. Well, you're saying, not that big that to where people think to be against you. But they use they use it for motivation. But okay, let's let's actually talk about the <clears throat> hypothetical duel. I kind of liked that more. But yeah, <laughs> no, we, yeah, I know. We I could do. I could do a whole show on disrespect and social media and wrestlers. Talk about disrespect. Like, the Penn State fans are disrespecting this 2005 Penn yeah, State or Oklahoma State team well, because they don't even know who the wrestlers are. I know. That's, are. that's a funny thing, too, is that Educate you, talk about, yourself. you talk about disrespect. So there's 10 weights. We picked six guys 
from Oklahoma State, and we picked four guys from Penn State. Um, so we disrespected six guys from Penn State, and we disrespected four guys from Oklahoma State. So every time you make a pick, it's you disrespect you disres- the it's guy. Disrespect. So um, sorry about the disrespect. However, um, I mean, I don't. I said at the end of the, the whiteboard wars, I don't know how you get any worse than six four. Yeah, I don't either. Um, unless you start factoring in swag. Swag. Like, we got a comment. Kyle, can you tell us about the swag Yeah, factor? a guy on Twitter wanted me to, He said I was focusing too much on paper, and I needed to look at other factors, such as how close the Penn State team was and the swag oh. and confidence that they had. Team unity. And what they did that night was no joke. They played so like, many Like, no na- crap. Yeah. I'm sure the Oklahoma State team was pretty good friends, too. They were actually mortal enemies. Yeah. They hated each other. The upperweights hated the lightweights. Penn State would have won because of day. team we- unity and swag. Everyone was scared of Mako. Like, yeah, come on, it's terrible. They acted as though we weren't. Like, we were in awe there as it was happening too. Like, like, holy crap, this is they just won five in a row. Like, it's like you're comparing two of the best teams to ever do it. Two of the top three or four, maybe ninety-seven Iowa, obviously sets the bar quite high. So, it was uh, just amazing to me though that like they were. Well, first of all, Penn State fans wanted Cortez in there. Because okay. they were like, at least give us. It doesn't matter. What? It, Why? Cortez, Law, Why? Carpenter. It doesn't matter. They all lose. No disrespect. They, Jared Cortez. They could he's, tag team. He's yes. not beating Frischkorn. Nathan Morgan. Or M- Morgan. And the Frischkorn one was another one. Like they had no idea who he was. People don't. Yeah. They don't they, know. They don't know. They were factoring in state titles. They're like, Mark Hall had six titles, and Chris Pendleton only had one. No, nobody said they, that. Yes, someone, someone on Twitter no brought up that. Pendleton's yes. freshman year to me. He was like, you went 13-7 and seven as a freshman. Who, Who the that? hell cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like, you know, Jimmy Goulbaum won four PA titles. All right. <laughs> that's that's great. That's awesome. He's He's amazing. He was a great wrestler. Everyone knows I love Jimmy Goulbon. He's not beating Frischkorn, in my opinion. And if he would, that's okay too. This is fake wrestling. <laughs> this is this is our WWE. Okay, no, don't I'm go saying, that far. I'm saying the Sting beats Undertaker right now, basically. Okay. I cannot. Did believe. I say the Sting? <laughs> yes. I hope I didn't say the Sting. I hope that the Undertaker Dang. does not get disrespected by that. Yeah, <laughs> the Undertaker gonna walk in here. Uh, anyways, okay. Wait by wait, 25-33, or 25, Soriano Coleman, the toughest call of the of the duel, in my opinion. Let's not let's not completely redo it. Maybe let's <laughs> yeah, get their take. Yeah, let's not takes, completely redo we it. We just we already did the whiteboard. Also, let's just be clear here that I, I mean, maybe part of the disrespect is to, is saying that this guy could never. This guy, we're not saying that this guy could never beat this guy. We're saying data. Versus data, versus judgment. You pick one. I mean, it's. I don't know if some of you guys think like our picks are coming out of left field or like. It is very clear. Other than Coleman, and and Soriano, it is very. The picks are very clear. I'm, my, my my favorite one was. Well, <clears throat> Rochal would lose random matches, so obviously that random match would happen against Matt McCutcheon. Literally a three-time champ. They're three-time using three-time champ. He lost using, to BJ Patton, who was top five for three years. Uh, at a th- on you do not if right. He beat you, Phil Davis that year. Yes. Right. He beat Phil <laughs> Davis. <laughs> you tournament. do not take uh, a zero-time AA 
to beat a three-time champ. <laughs> that, I mean, that's nonsensical. But he would drop <clears throat> random matches. He would drop random would matches, so that means we should take the McCutcheon. team unity. They Penn State would play a great name game before, and they'd be super connected. And by their powers combined, <laughs> combined powers, McCutcheon beats Rochelle. Um. Okay. Who? What, what did, other did match was any? difficult? I I agree with what you guys did. Also, a point that was made to me by someone that may or may not have been on the 2005 Oklahoma State team <laughs> um, was that what was one of Mark Hall's biggest weaknesses last year? The bottom position. Chris Pendleton tortured people on top. It was amazing. So it was like his best position, which is scary because he was amazing on his feet. So I didn't even consider that at the time, but it was um, I was reminded – and that just shows you, 2005. That came from, did that come from Chris himself? <laughs> I said, by I'm the in, way, I was amazing on top. <laughs> no. Uh, but I will say, multiple, and this just shows how much. They're, that's funny because they're going to be at camp together. This, this, yeah. I hope they bang. Well, Chris Pendleton's like 50 pounds bigger, maybe more. Yeah, he's. he's I want video of it. No, it's not fair now. What? It's not fair? <laughs> no. Pendleton's they have like, weight classes in sports. Pendleton's you know, like 220 Mark. right now. Huh? Like a, like a fit 220, it, but he's Literally big. He's 220, big. 230. So what? I still want to watch it. Okay. Yeah. You, you want to watch them go yeah, take downs? I want to watch Gwiz wrestle Kyle Dake. All right, cool. But what does it mean? Like, it doesn't mean anything. They're going to have fun. Okay. Well, yeah, of course. Penn, that's, Penn, that's, Penn that's what Penn State yeah. does. Penn State. They have fun. Team, team rule, number one. Have fun. Uh, okay. <laughs> I oh, but the point I was going to make, you know, we talk about how Penn State felt a certain kind of way. If if the shoe was on the other foot, Oklahoma State would be feeling a certain kind of way. Because they, they cared, too, about Someone it. needs to wake up their message board. About if it, yeah, the, Penn, <laughs> the Oklahoma State message board is so disappointing. It's Every time I go there, I'm like, I'm hoping for some heat, but they're just, they're not there. They're not fired up about 34 and counting. Everyone go to 34 and counting. Just start. Start talking. Yeah, there. they need to up their game. Yeah, it's it gets tech fault <clears> by <throat> BWI and Hawkeye Report. Okay. Our next whiteboard war. What is we're, we're, we're thinking about just making fake whiteboard wars in July and August just a regular thing. I think we could do – which one did we say we would do? Last year's Penn State versus 97 Iowa? That's tough because different weights. Mm-hmm. I wish we could do – High school, but you don't like high school stuff. Well, there's 14 weights, and then you end up. Yeah, they, I think they need to get rid of a couple. Weights. High high school, it's almost always seven, stud seven. versus scrub. Yes, but it's, it, high school is almost always stud versus scrub. That's why. I mean, I'll be honest. Du- high school duels don't sell, right? Because it's stud versus scrub, and because coaches are trying to win, they move their stud versus stud. They right. try to avoid that. They try to avoid the stud versus stud. So, but anyway. What I'm saying is if you go like, I don't know, 96 Easton. 96 Easton against 2003 St. Ed's, then it gets less stud versus scrub. Do you have like, you have like, um, I don't know, you could take a, you could take a Blair team in which, you know, you have Mario Mason versus, uh, Nick Solzer. I don't know. Something, right? Yeah. Good hypotheticals. Good hypotheticals. Any, anywho. Yes. What's our next one? Are we, can we get uh, Iowa involved? Yeah. Let's go. Well, I mean, we, I want to d- 
disrespect hey, them so bad. 2010 Iowa? 2010 Iowa yeah, that's would be fun. 2010 Iowa. Very versus... strong dual team. Yes. Now, the problem is 2010 Iowa? Great team. Missed McD- it. Huh? Missed it. McDonough? They put 25 through 49 in the final. McDonough, Dennis, Marion, <laughs> Metcalf. 57 was like Jansen. Well, yeah, that was their weak spot. Jensen. Not Jensen. Jansen. Aaron Jansen. Not Corey. Or Jake Kerr. Hold on. 65 was Morningstar. 74, 74 J-Bo. 84 was Keddy. 97. Lofthouse. Was that Lofthouse that year? I don't know. wasn't Beatty, was it? I don't know. I was making stuff up. I think, no, I think it was Lofthouse. See, Heavyweight. That, that to me is why 05 Erickson. Oklahoma State wins it was so many Beatty. of these. How about this one? It was Beatty. It was Beatty. Beatty was good. How about this one, though? 97. He wrestled first round. Who? Golagayev. <laughs> 97, <laughs> Iowa. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the one we got to do. But the problem tough. is... Jesse problem, Whitmer versus Nick Soriano. The problem is the weights don't line up. And they lost a duel. Hey. <clears throat> I don't care about that. Um, 97, Iowa lost a duel. Yes, Oklahoma State. I think yes. beat them. So look, you want to get the world, you got to want to get the world stirred up. You talk about Lincoln McElravey versus Zane Rutherford, <gasps> <laughs> or oh. Jason Nolf. Oh my no. gosh! Can you imagine Nolf versus McElravey? <laughs> that would be so many points. Be Freaking uh, in this NCAA final, what was the <clears throat> Abbas McElravey final score like? Thirteen twelve. They would break the. They would be like, let's go for triple digits. <laughs> We can do it. You guys should do Turn this 2010 one. That will get people oh, fired up. Because who would you take? Though? No one would say that 2010 Iowa was better than Penn State tournament wise. Who would you take though? Here, okay, could win a so for the Penn State <clears throat> fans that got disrespected, dang, um, poor Penn State fans, by some suggesting Coleman Scott over Soriano. Uh huh. Riddle me this: Who would you take? Suriano or or, or uh, Jesse Whitmer, uh, right? Because Whitmer wasn't uh, the number one guy that whole year. He was, was his he only year national title. So if you're gonna get disrespected by call, by making picks, how would you feel if you're Jesse Whitmer and Penn State fans are gonna take Suriano over him? Is that disrespect? I, Whitmer Whitmer has a title, mm-hmm. strongest man in the world. That's his title. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Gable called him. Okay. Um, wow, we got a lot of good whiteboard wars to get into. We're going to get in all kinds of fakeness. All right, let's go to 74. 174 last 10 years. This is this is an exciting Next one. topic. Don't don't drop <clears throat> Willie, you cannot do that next topic thing because last time you said Kyle Dyke next topic, you changed you your mind. You convinced me. Two minutes later. And I'm going to see if I can do some convince this time, although we may be in agreement. So we will start as we do everyone with the last 10. And I will make my disrespectful eliminations thereafter. Mark Hall, Miles Martin, Matt Brown, Chris Perry, Chris Perry, Ed Ruth, John Reeder, Jay Borschel, Steve Luke, Keith Gavin. Get rid of Mark, Miles, Matt Brown. I'm getting rid of Chris Perry, too. Can you guys explain why you get rid of a two-timer? Um, because, one, he didn't have an undefeated year. Two, in one of those years, he lost to Todd Porter via major decision 9-1. to one. And the other year, <clears throat> he lost to Howe. He lost to Howe. And uh, I'm sorry. Just just say it out loud. Immediately, Ed Ruth would beat Chris Perry, period. Okay. That's it. John Reeder. 
So now we're down to, and I'm not saying I'm picking Ed Ruth. You're keeping Ed Ruth in. Ed, Reader, Borschel, and you got to keep <clears throat> Luke and Gavin, in my opinion. And Luke was awesome that year. Gavin was awesome. Did Gavin win the Hodge? No, that was very controversial because he was the only undefeated wrestler. Metcalf won the Hodge with a loss. Mm-hmm. That would have, man, if that happened um, right now, that would be crazy. But he was Reader. I'll tell you what, John Reader. He didn't place or something. He had the year a, before. He, he had did a not play. bad year. I don't. I shouldn't say bad. He had a disappointing NCAA's the year before, at sixty-five. And then, and then the first. I know this is sounds ridiculous, but I remember it precisely. The first couple weeks of the season, I said John Reader's going to win the national title. He looked fantastic. He, well, he. It was pretty early in the year. He destroyed Mac Lunas. When Mac Lunas, you got to remember, Mac Lunas was. We're gonna we're gonna get into the best guys to never win it. I don't think Mac Lunas is among them. Mac Lunas was a huge thing. But the point I'm making is going into that NCAA finals where Lunas lost to Borschel. Lunas hadn't been taken down that year. Now Borschel took him down twice, which will be a big feather in Jabo's cap. But the point being, guys didn't get take Lunas didn't get taken down, and Reader did easily pretty early in the year. And he, he was phenomenal that all that entire year. Twenty-seven of thirty-nine bonus point wins for for Reader. He won the bracket that had Ed Ruth. You now, can talk about uh, he had to default against Amusha Stegi. Not really John Reader's fault. And the default was coming on the heels of of, of a loss. He was losing that match. He was know? losing that match. Um, now could. Ed Ruth have come back and beat Nick Amuchasegui? Yeah, obviously. I mean, he smashed him the year later. I thought Ruth was the better guy, but the better guy doesn't always win the match. Ruth that year had a loss to Sheptock? Mike Letts. Lu- uh, Mike Letts, that's who it was. Yeah, not Sheptock. But he also <coughs> lost... Uh, maybe that was his only loss that year. Really random. But he smashed Lunas. He had a bunch the of good wins Penn that year. State Open, I believe. Yes, it was. Um, so he lost to Mike Letts. But then the next year, Ed Ruth went undefeated. Okay, after Reader won, beat Nick Amuchastegui by major. He only he went pin pin, eleven four was over. The, was, hold on, I'll just let's just take turns. He went pin pin eleven four over um, Let's Tech fall Storley eleven four over Heflin. over Heflin. Was the year was the year <clears> that <throat> Reader won? And and and. Ed took third. Was that the year that Ed chewed up Lunas at Scuffle? Yes. That was like Ed's breakout. That was like the thing. Because he smashed Lunas and he beat Heinrich in the finals. And it was like, what the heck is going on? That was back when the Scuffle was at Greensboro. Mm -hmm. And they had the stage and um, Kale Byers and Dustin Kilgore. Was it Kale or was it Cam Simas? Anyways, crazy Scuffle finals. I was watching some of those the other day. It was crazy. Molinero Day, great match. Um, so that's Ruth. But remember, that year, Ruth wrestled like 19 matches because of the whole Taco Bell under the influence situation. That wasn't, wasn't that, that year. Why did he miss? That Are was his sure? senior year. He was 31 0 in 2011 12. Oh, snap. Taco Bell didn't then why, did, then why did he only wrestle like. He wrestled like no matches that year. He wrestled 31 matches. As a. I just looked it up. Uh-oh. He had like 20-some matches. You were in the wrong year. 
Boss. Dang it. Okay, so Ed. So, okay. You're keeping in Ed. You're keeping in Reader. You're keeping in Jabo. You're <clears throat> keeping in Luke. T- tell people about Steve Luke a little bit. Steve Luke, undefeated season, was not taken down at the NCAA tournament. Not the toughest field. Beat, Who'd he beat in the finals? Uh, Miller from Central Michigan. He beat Raymond Jordan in the semis, sudden victory. So Luke's not a sexy name, but I think he... Dominant year. Merits considered... Well, I mean, he was undefeated. He wasn't. He's not like a super dominant I mean, guy. okay, he was like wire to wire, right? Yeah, he, undefeated. I mean, but like he, he started as a preseason favorite, correct? <sighs> yeah, I think he would have been the highest returning guy. I forget who got who did Gavin beat in the finals. Was it Luke? Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wire to wire. There so, was a, there was a stretch there. I mean, it goes back b- before ten years. But what like, do you, what do you have? A chamois? What do you have? Huh? What are you playing with? Oh, this it's a uh, it's a cloth to clean glasses and phones. Yeah. Yeah. Ravens colors. Okay. What were you saying? There's a stretch there where. The person who won 174 lost in the finals the previous year. Like heavyweight. Yeah. Wait, is that true? Yeah. It happened like three or four years in a row. Uh, I'm not... S- okay, yeah, Gavin and Luke. I'm saying it, it goes back before then, too. Oh, so, okay. Like five so talk about Gavin's like year, that year. Um, I don't remember it all that well. And then he was undefeated. Yeah. He, he wasn't especially dominant. That's why he didn't win the Hodge, despite having an undefeated season. Obviously, he was excellent. Um, the year before, I'm pretty sure his only losses were to Askren. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's start. Zero, make- zero time state champ from Factoryville, PA. Where is that? Like Scranton-ish. Scranton. The Electric City. The Electric City. Yeah, he wrestled for Dunder Mifflin. Some <laughs> <laughs> people players in the paper. These are. Oh. Um, Let's start with Nomad. Nomad, who you got? I love John Reeder. Uh oh. As oh, a human, man. I have one a South Dakota State shirt today. Get jacked. I've publicly stated on this show that if I knew John Reeder as a as a child, I would be more successful in life. <laughs> <laughs> this happening? sounds like there's a butt coming here. Sion <laughs> yeah. knew Sion knew John Reeder a long time ago and couldn't even get on a plane. All right, Let, back to Nomad. I'm picking Ed Ruth. John, I'm sorry. It's not your fault. No, it is his fault is what you're saying. You're saying he you're wasn't saying good. His, you're if saying he won, if, he, if he had done better, you would pick him. John, he's disrespectful. If he won, I would not be surprised. If only go there was a year where those two were in the same bracket, and then we, could, then we would know for sure. Whoa. Yeah. Now, hold on. Now, hold on. He Wait, wasn't, did, did, he won. But they, why didn't they wrestle? Oh, because he got Ed lost. Oh, because Ed lost. I know. I know. Well, I'll be taking the gladiator, John Reeder. You're a terrible okay. person. I, why am I a terrible person? Please You're the me. one. John Reeder gives you clothing. He literally puts shirt on your nomad back. <laughs> Put that shirt on. Kai, show the shirt. And and everyone thanks him for not being topless. Yeah, at least he's wearing a shirt. That yeah. would be scary. He would break out in hives. We would have to, yeah, he just breaks out. So I'm taking John Kyle, Reeder. Kyle, who you got? Ed Ruth. Although, <laughs> Jay Borschel, no, my no. number two. My number two. No. I don't think that's an outrageous statement. That is outrageous. I don't think it's outrageous that's if you go, outrageous. no. It's pretty outrageous. 
not really. Outrageous. It's not that. I mean, it's a little. I can't get the Heinrich <clears throat> match. It's a I little. Can't get over the Heinrich match. It's a little outrageous. Uh, it's not match outrageous. he won. It's outrageous. That's one of the greatest matches ever. The match he won. You yeah, the match he it. won, but Jesus. Chris Heinrich was good. Watch the J-Bombs. Yeah. Jeez. Um, Snowflake? Do you get offended on J-Bombs? No, Snowflake. Just, it's unnecessary. It's gratuitous. Disrespectful. There's kids watching. Um, anyways. Oh, my God. Who are you taking? Ed Ruth! Wow. Three to one? Only yep. one guy has got the gladiator. Because we're looking at the best year, Christian. Okay. Um, they both worked at Muchastegui. At 174, what's the? They're both incredibly dominant. There was a year they overlapped. We're not talking about. We're not that talking year. about that Ed Ruth Christian. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, We're not talking about that. So Ed I'm Ruth. saying, all right, that's fine. Throw that year out. <clears throat> I would. I that's, would prefer. That's it. the premise throw, of this. Throw exercise. that year out. He was just. As, he was incredibly dominant as well. I would prefer to not have one-legged Ed Ruth from 2011. It doesn't matter. We are not talking about Seriously. 2011 Ed Ruth. Yeah, that's how he lost to Amuchastegui. Uh, yeah, we are not. He wasn't really one-legged. He had one injury one time. He wrestled back for third that year. It's because he's. What? What? That's not even in the conversation. We're talking about 2011. Ed, uh, what was better Raider about versus 2012? Yeah. Ed Ruth. What was better in 2012 about Ed than than John? Um, Y'all don't even know. I just believe he was more dominant, and that's why one of my team. You it's believe a he wasn't? The the numbers are not really. Why? What was really what was Ed's that? bonus rate? Um, the numbers do say that. You're you're full of false facts. What does he it was, say? He was 31 to know with 26 bonus point wins, which is a superior rate. <laughs> superior 26 rate. over 31, greater than 27 over 39. So he was more and dominant. he had more pins, and he had more techs. So, so well, I think majors are actually better. Christian's inventing <laughs> fake news stats. All right, bad well, day for stats this for was, you. I'm this taking was, Ed Ruth. Here's what I thought he was Big better. Specifically, 10, 10 falls, seven techs. So, majors. <clears throat> I'm going to throw track wrestling under the bus because I looked this up on track. And they had him down for having wrestled like 20 matches that year. Well, so that's why I thought it was the the Taco Bell year. You're supposed to check multiple sources. The Taco yeah. Bell year was like three It years. was his senior day. year. I know. As you say that, I feel stupid. I cannot These believe were, they're referring was, to it as the Taco Bell year. This is, <laughs> this is John. John was three pins, 11 techs, 13 majors. Pinning's, pinning's the coward's way out. Totally. You know, it's it's weak. I mean, he wants, it's like you don't even like to wrestle. Gladiator. Done with exactly. It. It's like where you got to hurry. John just wanted to stay on the mat. Yeah. Beat people up. John, gladiators, <clears throat> they, they prolonged the, the act the of the beatdown. I will so, say, Ed Ruth never had an iconic picture. Like no, John Reeder has the most iconic picture ever. Yes. Exactly. Bloody head. Um, it's, a little, it's pretty close. Pretty close. Are well, you got, pretty close. Reeder Ruth. I mean, in your opinion. Yeah, it's close. Reader was amazing. Ruth was so dominant that you're NCAAs. <laughs> I know. 11-4 over Heflin. three-time All-American Nick Heflin. He teched Storley 17-1. That was ugly. And then he made the Steggy 13-2. Yeah. He killed everyone. So. So. And his first two matches were pins in under two minutes. Do what? That's his first two matches were pins in under two minutes. Exactly. Coward's way out. As I've been saying, it's weak. He weak had world. the weak no, world. You know he had what? Possibly it's the greatest crossface cradle of the last ten years. Yeah, inspired me. I love crossface cradle. When kids are good at crossface <laughs> you cradle, love getting crossface cradle. <laughs> no, but I love it. It's the best move. Was Ed Ruth Christian crossface? Ed Ruth's gotta be one of so the. Much. 
Huh? Ed Ruth got to be one of my favorite wrestlers to ever watch. He's yeah. He was fun. Yeah. He's he used, he used to go tilt from his feet. Dude, that was hey, fun. Okay, here's a question. Ruth, and if we, we just missed this man by a year, <clears throat> no, oh. Ben Askren. Askren. Yes. Who we t- if if we could add Ben Askren I'm, I'm, into this field? I'm taking Ben Askren. Oh, Ben. Ben all day, right? Yes. Ben all well, day. Well, Ben. Uh, Ben's Ben's senior year versus Ed's sophomore year? Yeah, I'm taking Ben. What about, what would you take? Well, we can get that at next. Well, I mean, we can't take, Ben never wrestled at 184. Askren in folk style his last two years. Forget about it. The only one, I mean, the only one who's legit, you'd have to go back to the start, and then you go senior Pendleton versus senior Askren. That's we'll get fun. to that. I would take. I would take. I think you take Pendleton. I think that's been established. I think. I think Ed could present some of those problems like Pendleton did. Um, I think his finishing was pristine. When he got the legs, he was very difficult to scramble with. Um, but did Ed compete against many elite scramblers? And he never hit like a parry. Guys that could dive over. I, I would have loved to have seen that. Like how he would. Match up against I because in my mind I feel his, like he would do great. His uh, I'm gonna say a word and you're gonna laugh at it, but his proprioception would have allowed him to do be fine. He would be fine in that regard. Don't close your eyes. Just look. Proprioception. Yeah. His feel. His his his. He would have been fine. Uh, you could have. Who are you saying first. would be fine? Askren or Ruth? Ruth. Ruth wouldn't have <clears throat> problems with. Uh, now, in my mind, Ed he is, might have problems with Askren, but to say I would like to see him against Scramblers, he, I think he would have been fine with 99.9% of Scramblers. In my mind, Ed Ruth is Scramble-proof. In my mind, I'm going to Carolina. That, that's, what I, that's, that's what I'm saying. In my mind, he's... Because of proprioception. Uh, just because I watched him, I'm like, you're not going to scramble out of the things he does, the um, angles he got. And that was the thing. Askren couldn't negotiate the finishes with... When penalty would get in, he would finish, which most people would be going right into where Ben crushes them. Pendleton was very good. Uh, Breaking. A little disrespectful. <laughs> he went 13-7 his freshman year, though. 13 so. se- He only won one Cali State title, dude. So, walk it back. Yeah. So, you're going to stick with – are you going to go with Ed or Reader? I'm sticking <clears throat> with the Gladiator. You're being silly. I'm not – it's silly to pick John Reader? John. It's not silly. It's not silly. He was you, he was awesome. We, we okay. It's not we have it down to two guys for the best ever in the decade. It's not silly. No. Well, you said I'm being silly, so I didn't know what what was but silly. But you know what the data says. Yeah. I know there was a year they overlapped. Um we're, we, that's Oh not my the god. Game. That's gonna, not the we're not Well, Ed, well here's my point. Here's my point. Ed Ruth was Ed Ruth then. No. He was that dude. Yes, he was. Ed Ruth was Ed Ruth that Ed freshman Ruth year. Ed Ruth didn't get any better. No. Um, yeah, he got better. He, but he did not like – it's not like, oh, leaps and bounds. Everyone knew Ed's sophomore year, he's going to kill everyone. Did, Before he wrestled one match did – Ed, Did Ed lose to Mike Letts that, that sophomore year? Yeah. No. No. He, did he lose he to Muchastegui that year? No. He probably got better. No. He killed him. Right. Better. <laughs> God. All right. You made our. Okay. But. but <laughs> in, okay. 
I Christian Christian was wrong there, but in his defense, that's why we eliminated Taylor from 165. Is it? Yes, why? because he lost to Kyle Dake. Mm-hmm. That's literally why we. That's literally why like we. He's not up for consideration for 165. That's not true. But it's different. It's different with Taylor because he lost to him three times. Yeah. No. I mean, I I get it. But and and Ed lost by injury default and then majored him. So Taylor it is different. So you're saying it is different. That it's possible that Ed Ruth would win. Yeah, it's possible Ed Ruth okay. would win. Is it possible Ed Ruth got better? Yeah, is it possible Ed Ruth got better? Yeah, I don't think he got as much better as you think he did. He went from a 3-2 loss to a smash burger. He uh-huh. showed that he got what better. What do you mean? A 3-2 the results loss to showed who? that he got better. He, he lost to a Muchastegi. Not 3-2, it was injury default. It wasn't that, was it not 3-2 at the time of the loss? Pretty sure it was worse than that. Yeah, it was worse. I don't even oh, think... Oh, he kept getting... He got turned. leg turked. Um, he got That's like why he was hurt. Yeah, he, Ripping his leg off. I don't even think it was an injury default, by the way. It was. I think it was. Uh, it was oh. definitely an injury default. Well. Yeah, because people, the message <coughs> boards were complaining. Well, injury default, if you're going to wrestle back. Yeah. Um, they were mad. So, anyway, so. That's, yeah. Data? No. It was. Take default. that for data. All right. Wrap I'm, it up. Listen. Ed, Ed, Ed. Three to one. The question is next time we do this show. Will Ed become the only guy we took at two weights? Um, well, somebody took. Did anybody take Burroughs or Dake at two weights? No. I took Burroughs. I took two Dake weights. at two weights. You took Burroughs at two weights. I think you did too. Did I? Nine to two at time of injury default. Nine to two. Yeah. So you went from nine to two to thirteen to two, but didn't get any better. Nine to two was four points. Well, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and make sure we put that on the record. Didn't get any better, Ed Ruth. Not that much better. We it's an eighteen you guys, points win. You got eighteen points better. We thank you guys so much. For listening to FRL 213 times. We thank you for participating in our ridiculous discussions like fake matches hey, are we, in the top 10. It's the summertime. I think we should take calls. <clears throat> I, I'm, I have PTSD. <laughs> just wondering how many... Yeah. We need to fire up my SoundCloud account again just so we can download SoundCloud that. SoundCloud just fired half the staff. I know, so it's going to be hard getting that back. Hurry up and get that back, please. Wait, listen. I think we should take calls only in the summertime, though. I don't want to talk to these people. I do. <laughs> They're going to say some audacious stuff, and it's going to make for great radio. It's going to be like Fine Bomb. We need to talk to all those Alabama fans. Yeah, we need Yeah, we need to screen and make sure they're really stupid. Just tee us No, up. you know what they're going to do, though. We're going to screen them. We're going to say, what's your question? Do you have a legitimate question? They're going to say, yeah, we want to know uh, how, We want to know what your thoughts are on uh, 2005 St. Ed's. And uh, then we're going to, okay, put a, patch them through. Patch them through. <laughs> then they're going to say... Willie, how many uh, pot pies did you eat last night? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Nine. All right. See ya Thursday? Yep. See you then. Later. Later.